The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN Podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy. And I am joined on this latest edition of the show uh, with, with a man of many names, which we'll definitely get into. But right now, he is France. Is, Fra- is, is it still Francis Xavier Cross? Is that what you're going with? Frank yeah, X yeah. Cross? Yeah, Frank, well, Frank Cross. No one really kind of says the X, you know. But yeah, it's stolen from Bill Murray's version of Scrooged. But, you know, it, it was, I was going to go, did I say Frank X Cross? That sounds weird when I say that out loud. And then, but we're there. Anyway, sorry. Oh. Uh, it's Frank Cross that's on the show this Frank week. Frank Cross. Uh, intro's going as well as ever. So thanks for being on. Um, looking forward to speaking about this because you, you've had quite a varied uh, time in, in wrestling since, since debuting in, what, 2013? So. Yeah, I've, I've kind of been about, but not done a lot. <laughs> Too much to kind of. Obviously, it's on me, you know. Um, but yeah, I've been around a, a while now. That I feel kind of quite comfortable to come on and like not not have something to say. But yeah, like I've had enough experiences, I can quite happily talk about them, you know. And uh, I'm not going to agenda to come on and bang on about or anything. But come on and say something, you know. Whereas before, like I'd be like, why would anyone want to interview me? Like I've I've not been on the road, brother, all that shit. But I guess I'm here uh, and quite happy to answer any questions, you know. I forgot my one rule before before hitting record, which was uh, we try to keep it PG. So pretty much, I think I think I've I've learned that shit is not a swear word. It's really just C and F. I'll do my best. B is kind of a grey area, but you know, yeah, general. We'll, we'll try and avoid the 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 big two. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, anyway, I'm quite full mouth, so I'll do my best. It's no bother. Uh, so first question is always the same for everyone. We'll just we'll just get that one in and about. Uh, what got you hooked to pro wrestling? Where, where did where did the journey begin in watching pro uh, wrestling? Well, for watching, it's the same as everyone else. I think just catching stuff on Sky when I was a kid. Like we never had Sky TV, um, but even kind of beyond that, you'd see you'd see things in uh, in kind of popular culture. But like it was mostly like staying up late at a friend's house. You'd watch like uh, I can't remember what the show would be called back then, but. WWF would be on, and then you'd like watch Cops or Cops Zone first, and then that. And then you'd catch The Simpsons in the morning when you stay. But that was about it. But obviously, you can't, everyone knew who Hulk Hogan was, you know? Um, so that was kind of during like Hogan's Big Rise Warrior, kind of must have been like early 90s is when I had all the figures and stuff like that, you know? And then kind of stopped watching it for years until the Attitude Era when my mates like check out this guy Stone Cold and Rock. So that was kind of like, that was like my proper watching wrestling, Rock Stone Cold, big build up all the way to WrestleMania 18, was it? Their huge match, 17. Yeah. yeah so that was kind of my pinnacle of watching wrestling. Um, staying up late on a Friday night, <laughs> watching Raw, because we got, remember we, got, we used to get Raw on a Friday night over here. See, everyone says this, and I, I wish I knew. I didn't no. know. Um, nah, my, yeah. my wrestling habit was, uh, Done around about that time would have been uh, Sunday to see Metal and <laughs> Heat on Channel Four and uh, Worldwide on Channel Five WCW. Oh yeah, yeah. 
That's right, yeah. I didn't know about these cool things like oh, some, oh, if you watch Cartoon Network, it switched over to TNT. Didn't know. I completely forgot about that, actually. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, yeah, yeah so that's, what, that's what we used to do. We'd all kind of we'd be like 15, 16. We'd all, get, we'd all get drunk on a Friday night and then go around to my mate's house who had Sky again. Uh, so basically, kind of a lot of my watching wrestling from then is kind of muddy. <laughs> that was kind of young, drunken times and watching wrestling. So um, my memory of it is a bit vague. So <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, so just back to the first bit then. You, see, you said... Uh, your first kind of fray in it was uh, Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and all that. And you said the figures. Always curious when anyone mentions that, uh, wrestling figures at all. Uh, what, what was your favourite one? Was there one that you kind of your prized possession wrestling figure? I had I had the blue steel cage, um, and I think I got Bossman with that, or maybe just that's who I played with a lot because he was a copper, right? He was a police, and as a steel cage, it just seemed to make sense. Uh, so like for strangely like uh, the Mountie and Boss Man, just the guys with jobs are all my favourite. <laughs> I think because because you obviously you could relate to them, you kind of knew what their character was because it was so simple. So as a really young kid, you just got it. Like you knew the Boss Man was a policeman, the Mountie was like this strange Canadian guy who was also a policeman. Like you knew Tatanka was Indian. That's just the, obviously the way it was <laughs> back then. Just like lowest common denominator, like such easy gimmicks, you know. That's the weird thing, though, then, because you dropped out just before, like... Oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 I'm saying, like, you dropped off watching wrestling oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, before yeah. the time where everyone had a job. You had right. the bin man, and you had, uh, T- well, you had uh, <laughs> uh, Duke the Dumpster Drozzi, you had uh, T.L. Hopper, you had all the guys with jobs, which would have been Aye. just perfect for you. You just missed it. <laughs> yeah, I'd have probably loved it. Um, I've kind of, I have managed to kind of catch up on the stuff I've missed, you know? Like, I kind of missed, um, like, a lot of early... Like early Stone Cold and kind of late, kind of mid to like Bret Hart stuff and like Diesel. Like I didn't see Kevin Nash until I saw him again on WCW. I was like, I didn't know who he was. It was strange. Yeah, it's, it's weird doing all the catch ups. I mean, for me, trying to sit down and watch however long two hours of of wrestling from '95 is a bit of a bit of a struggle because uh, yeah. some of it's not that great. But then you've got things like OSW Review that kind of condense it and just. That's- Exactly what I've been doing the last two weeks. I wanted to go back and watch um, SummerSlam 92. So I just typed that into YouTube. And then that came up. I was like, oh, I'll have a look at this. And that was it. That was like four hours later. And I started watching the movie reviews as well. I'm like, because obviously like, there's a lot of lulls in the action. They can either, they either edit it out or they talk over it and have a laugh. You know, so that's just been an absolute goldmine for me lately. To the point where I'm going to just do all Bret Hart's moves. Because <laughs> you can study them properly, you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, thanks to them guys, I've I've grown an appreciation for the Mountie, uh, just the Rougeaus in general. I was like, oh my god, I I I had Royal Rumble '94. That was my only kind of exposure to the Rougeaus or the Quebecers and, and all that in general. And watching back all these things, like, oh my god, the Rougeaus are amazing. How does this is just the best thing ever? Uh, and then, of course, uh, things like Arch Dead, a podcast, X Pac. I forgot how good X Pac was, and Oh, it's just wrestling's great. Uh, anyway, anyway, so what made you decide to then start training? Oh, you seem to have muted there. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Yeah. All right, no bother. This little thing, if it, if it goes, if this goes off, I'm muted. Um, 
Yeah, so basically it was it was ICW show in Mary Hill. I, I, I must have saw a flyer or something. I don't know. Um, I decided to take my son along, and we started going along. It was it was, it was obviously it was it was wild because it was early ICW. You'd go in and like and you'd taken a bottle of vodka. <laughs> so that was that one of the times I didn't take my son. Uh, so I went with my, my son quite a lot. And I started taking my friends, and we'd all just have a, an absolute riot. Um, one of my friends slid into the ring and got kicked in the face for his, what, his troubles. Um, and I just thought, this is great. But this is looks like so much fun. Uh, and basically, I think I might have asked Dallas, like, where do I train? Like, how do I do this? Uh, and he pointed me in the direction of a school. I was like, cool. Like, I need to be doing this. It just looks so much fun, you know. It's just as easy as that. So you make kick in the face and going, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that just it was like your first like independent show uh, in general, yeah. and you just that was that. Was... I'd seen the WWF down in Manchester once, um, Edge and Kane main event, um, and then apart from that, that was it. Yeah, I think I saw some like in a tribute stuff as well years ago, like five foot seven undertaker that kind of stuff yeah and that was but it was it was because it was scottish guys locals glaswegian scottish dudes doing it because i never never occurred to me like i want to be a wrestler until i saw guys just like me doing it and being good like they weren't just kind of stomping around and you're like oh this is a bit hmm. now they were really good they're entertaining and obviously the vice that we had a bit of an edge to it as well um trying to replicate that kind of attitude or sort of things. Um, I was just like, yeah, sign me up. Like, let's go. <laughs> so you, you get into the first day. Um, this, is kind of, this is the preamble for Voodoo, the rest of the chat, because it was, what was your first day like? But uh, yeah, so you went for your first day. What was your kind of, I mean, it was PBW that you started with, wasn't it? So It would have been the SPWA back then. Oh, It was right, a long, okay. long time ago. Um, right. Because I kind of, like, I didn't really take my training seriously. I was still kind of young, drinking, going out on a Saturday night, getting suplexed, hungover on a Sunday. So I wasn't really progressing too well because, obviously, the guys, your trainers, they want to see dedication. They want to get you out wanna, every week, week by week. They get, if you do well for them, you'll get on, you know. Um, but the classic was a guy called Richard Naylor took me through my first bumps, a little bit of chain, how to tie up. Uh, and then TJ Rage. <laughs> TJ Rage must have scoop slammed me about 15 times until I, I bumped properly. Um, <laughs> and I know Big TJ's a lovely bloke, but there's a little bit of taking the piss there. Like, in a, in a good way, you know what I mean? Like, did I need to be scoop slammed 15 times off the biggest guy there? Maybe not. Um, but it was all good fun, you know? It's just like, it was a little bit, I'd say walking into training was a little bit tougher back then than it is now. You know, they looked after a wee bit more these days. So it, I guess it was like more of a make or break I kind of thing. Aye. Like, he didn't hurt me or anything. He wasn't, like, completely slamming me. And I'm sure, like, if I mentioned it to him, he would just be like, shut up, you. Like, it was, I mean, it was a couple of skip slams, you know. But obviously, it, it kind of stuck because I still talk to him this to this day. Um, aye, but DJ's it... a, DJ is a lovely bloke and he knows, he knows how to train people. It was just one of those things. Like... Because I was, I walked in as a big, bigger guy as well, and he right. must have thought, right, let's see if he's like going to last us. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> That's yeah. it. I mean, it, it, it would be different if he was like properly slamming you and not 
dropping you uh, properly and all that kind of thing. If he's doing the actual move properly, there's a good chance that um, that I mean, it's something that needs to be defended. I don't know why I'm trying to go so hard into it, but it's, it's like if, if you go into uh, it, there's a good chance that you're going to take 15. You're going to roll, do a, a flip bump 15 times in a match. You're going to need to learn how to do it. So yeah, yeah. But, oh, uh, so it's still classic kind of Bruce Lee thing as well. I think it was Bruce Lee, I don't know, the guy, they'd be more worried about the guy who punched, like practiced one punch a thousand times rather than a thousand punches once, you know? It's, it's all repetition wrestling. So, like, if you learn how to do it, like, and if, if you hurt me, it would just stop. But it was fine. I know how, I, you know what? I know how to take a, a scoop slam. <laughs> you better, but. <laughs> oh, I know I. Was it was it in the ring at that point, or was it was it just all mats when you I, started? They had a had a unit up in East Kilbride. It was freezing cold, um, but it was good. Yeah, you walked in. There was guys that were already there, like Noam Dar, uh, Andy Wild, uh, Lionheart made an appearance up there. There was a lot of there was a lot of talent that already there, you know. Um, uh, so it was definitely a great place to, to start. When you see where there were, of course, uh, well. Lone Dar and Andy Wilder, where Lionheart went to. Yep. Uh, yep. The, the, the career he had uh, was not not a bad, not a bad crew to aye, aye. be in the ring with. Uh, was there anyone in your kind of were you put into a class, or was it just case turn up on the day? And oh, it was just yeah, you just show up, show up, pay your money, and then kind of obviously they don't just throw you in for the kind of experienced guys. They take you, show you your, your basics, you know, um, show you your basics. And it's more like um, even now, like you're, when you first start training, this it's a confidence thing. They try and just build up your confidence because everything you do in wrestling is confidence. Um, even from just like all your promos, how you carry yourself, your, your entrances, the way you, like everything's confidence, you know. Um, so if you go in there and you're quite meek, they'll kind of like take care of you a little bit more and try to build up your confidence rather than just throw you in with everybody. You know, so that's kind of that's what the general start of my training was, anyway. That's the thing. If you, if you watch, the, the worst thing I see, I, I I hate seeing as a fan just watching it, is uh, seeing wrestlers don't like commit to their like that confidence, oh, yeah. that commitment to their move. Because yeah. I mean, for younger guys, I suppose when they're just starting out, um, here's me thinking that, that I know everything. But um, I've I've seen I've seen people with just like floppy hands when they're punching and like. I don't believe yeah. that punch at all. Why would I kind of thing? So it's, yeah, it's getting that confidence and it's, it's, yeah. So training just started in S- SPWA. Uh, what, what kind of year timeline is that then? I think that would actually, something popped up on my Facebook today uh, on my memories of me buying my ring boots for the first time. And I think that was about nine years ago. So if I was buying my boots, I was probably about to make a debut, I'd imagine. Um, but I kind of like, I trained for quite a long time. Like I, I first went to training and I kind of sort of left. I went and joined the army and did all sorts of things. And I came back from the army. Then I went, I was off for a while. Then I came back to training. So I think my actual debut was maybe like eight, nine years ago now. Like it's quite a while ago. The, the Germans would take uh, a cage match, say, uh, 2013. But Yeah, I mean, that's, that might be right. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say go with that, yeah. 
So time, time in the army then, uh, we don't have that written down because of course, why would I? Uh, so is that just a, a case of just trying to, to find yourself kind of thing? The wrestling, you're doing it for a bit of a laugh, drinking, yeah. you know, getting battered and then, and then weekend's over. <laughs> um, kind of, yeah. Like I went through a few things with like relationship wise and stuff like that. And I was a bit kind of annoyed. I wanted, I was thinking more about, right, I want a career. I want something I can build upon because I've always, I'm a bricklayer by trade. And I did have that, but I just I wasn't enjoying it, you know. Um, so I went to the army. I was going to be a tank driver, which would have been cool. Um, I, I was there for my 28 days where you can, uh, like, after 28 days, you can sign a, write a letter to your CEO and basically ask to leave. Um, but you have to go through three different interviews with your, your captain, his CEO, and then the regiment, regimental sergeant major who basically runs the whole regiment. And they ask you why you're leaving. Um, any any issues? Like, is there like a is there a, a single reason why you're leaving? Are you struggling? Um, but because I was getting I was getting decent reports, everyone said I was doing fine, and they were just like, okay, um, you can leave. I mean, it was strange. So the the last question they asked me was, would you think about coming back? I was just like, that's what, what a strange question to ask someone who's leaving right now. Like, <laughs> like no, like I'm I'm just about to walk out the door. Like, um, but it was fun. It was um. It was a little bit of an eye-opener, getting up at like five in the morning, cleaning the whole block, then getting chased up and down golf courses by angry soldiers, and then getting put under pressure in like live fire ranges and things like that. And then during classrooms, you're just getting sleep deprived and put under pressure, and like every little detail about your, how you dress and how much stubble you have. It's just, just a game where they put you under pressure and see how you can handle it. Um, so I was just like, cool, I'll just go home and then just work harder and stop, stop moaning, <laughs> basically. So I say after that, it's like ah, wrestling's not that Aye. bad. We'll just. Uh... <laughs> so was there a moment then that you thought, right? I think I can actually. I'm going to take this a bit more seriously. Was that after you, you came see, out of the army? You're just like to be honest. Oh. To be honest, it, it took me a, a good while. Like I'd say, really, basically, even until almost just now. Um, like I've always put the work in in the gym. Um, like I've but like right now, um, I'm kind of a bit more focused. You know, I'm stable at home. I've me and my girlfriend are buying a house. Work's going fine. Um, so it kind of took me a long time, you know. Like even like my, my trainer, like uh, Ross Watson, who's a like he always says, like this is you, like kind of half-assing it. Imagine if you if you actually stepped up and took it seriously, what you could do. And I've always kind of it's always kind of stuck with me him saying that. And that's kind of what I feel. That's where I feel I'm at right now. I'm getting into shape a bit better. Um, so I made my debut, and then I maybe like it was more because I had a, I kind of grew up in a sort of drinking culture. You go to work in the week, then the weekends you you get drunk. Everyone does it, binge drinking the weekend, and it kind of took me a long time to get out of that habit, you know. So it's like, took me a while to take. It's always been like a paid hobby to me. Like I'm not one of these guys who come on here and go, oh, I've always wanted to be a wrestler since I was a kid. Like I don't get it. People who are like that, just it just wasn't me, you know. Mm-hmm. It was something something you like doing at uh, the, the weekend, and then if you got yeah, if you got to, to do a wee match, then bonus. That was that was it. Pretty much, you, yeah. Your money back, kind of thing. <laughs> so so debut twenty thirteen. Um, what was it like actually getting in front of a crowd? Then uh, is, is that was that any issue for you? Com- that confidence thing, having a crowd it, watching you actually do this wrestling. Yeah, kind of kind of dispelled some demons I had from like way back to primary school to be honest like I was supposed to be in Oliver like in the school play 
and I'd went to rehearsals and basically I just like I basically just quit like two days before we were supposed to do it. And it's just a, such a strange wee memory. I just like I was just so nervous and frightened of getting up in front of the stage and forgetting my lines. And I just really didn't want to do it. Uh, it took me till I was like twenty six <laughs> to dispel that though. Um, but after I done it, I was just like, yeah, cool. Like, um, for your debut, you're usually so well looked after as well. Like, it would it would, it would all just flash past you, and you wouldn't realize what's happened. Like, obviously with wrestling, some guy can just Irish whip you and move you around and hit you with a move. Like, he can just tell you what to do. And like, um, so I was well looked after. Um, but it, it was good to finally get out in front of a crowd, big bad guy in a tag match again to just protect you a little bit. Uh, and it was just, it was just so much fun. That's the thing. Like, uh, it's, it's still so much fun, you know. Even though my debut was a while ago, um, it's just like getting out there and doing it. You may only be getting paid like thirty quid or something, but it's just so much fun, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it cancels out the training for the weekend kind of thing. It, it, it kind of all, all adds up. Um, so my my first time I, I saw you was twenty fifteen. So this is jumping ahead a couple of years, and it was Rock and Wrestle. Uh, ah, Rock and Wrestle. Yep, up in Forest where I first saw you. So it was a uh, tag team. It was you and uh, Craig Damien against. Uh, it was a GTA. It was uh, Donny T and it, Looking yeah, Sharp. Yeah. That, was that in the hotel? Yeah, the the Victoria oh, Hotel. Yep, yep. So I, I remember it distinctly because uh, I I was I was helping out with them, um, just picking up folk, and I ended up seeing you guys putting together your match, uh, which made me laugh because I heard what was going to happen, and then I watched the match and watched some of it fall apart a bit, and I was like, <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Aye, aye, aye. That match was fun um, for the wrong reasons. Uh, <laughs> um, I, there's a there's a, a certain part of that that uh, I really remember. It was when me and Big Donny T both got sent each over over the top ropes at the same time. <laughs> and we both went over. And as we went over, we were both staring right into each other's eyes as we kind of both went over. And when we hit the floor... And we just hit the floor and like and just started giggling. Like, I mean, we were both just in hysterics because we just was like we were so. His face was hilarious. Like his facials, Donny's big facials were always so funny, and he was just like so wide eyed. And I just killed myself laughing and I, like try to kick him on the floor. Um, I then whatever happened in the ring after that, I was just like, cool. I don't care. That was my last bit. Um, get me out of there. Uh, I was a bit of a train wreck. Um. Yeah, <laughs> those, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known it was a train wreck unless I heard Aye. you put together the match before. went wrong. Aye. Last thing, you, things can always get covered up because that's that is the golden thing. Like the fans don't know what's supposed to happen. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can see something silly where someone will throw a clothesline, and or they don't throw a clothesline, and you you either duck or like take a bump. You're just like eh, done that before, but aye, it was fine. Um, I rock and roll. That that was a, a fun match. Um, but no, I, I, was, I brought it up because I really enjoyed the team. I, I liked that that team with you and Craig Damien. It, we both had matching gear, which I always love for tag teams. Just it's just a, a weird thing I really like. But uh, was were you kind of just was, was that you for your first couple of years? Were you just in tag teams just to build that confidence up a bit, or um, was was your kind of what was it like for your first year or two just just trying to learn how yeah, to wrestle on the job kind of thing? Yeah, it was there was a bit of that. I'd say um, 
Um, there was a few singles matches along the way and stuff like that as well. Um, but myself and Craig Damon, like, uh, we just kind of we were we weren't like best mates, but at training we would get on really well. We same kind of taste in music and things like that. Um, both quite happy to come out to Ramstein, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, but most of there's a lot of tag matches. We just we try to build ourselves as a, as a tag team, pretty much. Um, kind of like a I press. We just we just kind of try to build that tag team really for a while. It wasn't really like, kind of Craig kind of fell away from the business like of his own choice to be fair, and that's when I, I did I, the single started to pick up. You know, obviously your tag partner leaves, you need to find something. So um, yeah, like mostly we just try to kind of get that going. So uh, I don't know if, if you ever came across the comparison, but when I first saw you, I was just like, I, I, just because of the long hair, taller tattoos, I was like, Lance Hoyt. This is the kind of this is the kind of thing I'm, I'm <laughs> going to be hoping you bust out a moonsault. Uh, so is there anyone because oh, you're you're one of the bigger guys and still one of the bigger guys in Scotland height wise? Uh, was there anyone, any wrestler like a Kevin Nash that you kind of went back to check? Right, need to need to see what kind of big guy moves I can do um, to match my look, kind of thing. Yeah, um, uh, I started to use Razor Ramones. Um, what do you call it? Can't think of it now. So move yeah, Razor's Edge. Hi, wow. Hi, so. Yeah, I started using uh, Razor's Edge, but it's an awkward move. Like, Razor Moon is like six seven or something. Is he something? He's he's bigger than he looks, you think because he's standing next to Diesel. Uh, that's why he's able just to throw people around. Um, but like, you know who else? Like, I, I stole when Edge retired. I stole a lot of Edge's moveset. I didn't do the spear because a lot of people do the spears, but I was using like his execution and stuff like that, and just kind of little things here and there. Um, but mostly like um. I didn't really, really look at wrestlers for moves, you know. Um, actually, like for a long time, I didn't, I didn't really have moves. I just kind of beat people up um, because that's kind of like just the bigger guy. Like um, I didn't really do. I mean, I tend to work as safe as possible as well. Yeah, I know, like a power bomb. Like there's not a lot. It can go wrong, but it's not going to go wrong really. Um, but you won't really see me. Jumping off anything crazy or hitting some guy with some like a pill driver or anything mad, um, and also the fact like try to get people to take stuff when you're <laughs> some people just like no 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 no, um, but no I mean I didn't necessarily look at any certain wrestler you know, just kind of it was more. That's that's the best thing about wrestling. It's not that you don't need to do a lot of moves, but as long as you've got like a, a story Aye. running throughout the match, then yeah, I mean. For, for yourself, it could be as easy as just take a looking sharp, for example, batter him for a bit. Everyone's going to get on his side. He can't get to come back. Either you beat him at the end or he beats you. Done. Easy. The, the good thing about moves is um, uh, repetition. Like obviously, one of the, the key parts of uh, like the key part of kind of getting your character across is repetition. Like even like catchphrases, moves, like repetition is key. Even like. Even if you change your entrance music, people go, oh, who's that? Oh, what's this? Oh, no. Like, who's this guy? But then they hear the, the music they know is associated with that guy, and then they pop. Um, so that was kind of maybe a little bit naive in my part, not sticking to a moveset, first, like, per se, you know? Um, but I have started doing that more now. Like, I've got certain cutoffs I like to use, uh, and a, kind of big, dirty finishers, like, separate. 
Um, I've stopped doing a spinning heel kick because I've seen myself too many times on YouTube and it just looks slow. <laughs> I'm too tall. My big, these big lanky legs doing a spinning heel kick. Don't get me wrong, I can get the guy in the face when I need to, but I could just doesn't suit me. Things like that, you know. Um, but yeah, repetition. So I, I should. It's, I've, I've you know, my move sets come together a lot more, picking more just moves rather than looking at actual wrestlers, you know. Um, so you weren't single. That kind of when you said that, that Craig kind of went away from the wrestling, that's perfect. Cause let's move on. Uh, so 2015, uh, of course, you also wrestled in Ireland for the first time, up in Cork, CCW. Yeah. Uh, was how how did that come about? It seems quite quite random when you're doing a lot of Scottish things and then suddenly uh, CCW pops up. I went over to train with Sean Maxer and Phil Boyd from Fight Factory in um, Kerry, I think it was. Um, Max had been over to PBW. Um, great guy, like he's in amazing shape, but he still loves a like a few pints, you know, which is like my kind of guy. Um, and Phil's got a great reputation. He's got a great school down there, even to this day. So basically, Max was running a seminar, and I was like, "Aye, I'm going to go over there, try and get myself noticed a little bit." Um, had the retraining match. Everything was lovely. Um, and then one of the guys there was the promoter for CCW. And but the thing is, like, you uh, didn't like book me off of like how great I was at the training camp. You just like, hold on, but you're not David the Beloved. And I was like. I was, yeah. Like he's like, cool. Like, can you do that? Can you do that gimmick here? I was like, I like, not a problem. Uh, and that was it. And the that was for Celtic Championship Wrestling CCW, and it was crazy. Like it was so much fun to wrestle. Like the the most fun ever. Like uh, it was basically ICW, but in Ireland. Like that was it. Uh, the fans are crazier over there. Like it's they, they don't run anymore. They've kind of been replaced by um, Phoenix Wrestling in Cork. Um, but I'm sure the fans are just as nuts. Like the throw throw cans at you, like cans full cans in the ring, and try and just punch you because they're Irish and they want to fight. <laughs> it was brilliant. Not they're, they're yeah, not, that, not, that, not helping the stereotype, are they? <laughs> no, not at all. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah. So that yeah, that's how that's how I got that booking. <laughs> So we're in, in this little weird kind of time where you're you're in some places you're you're Krychek, uh, and then some places you're David the Beloved. Yeah. How did that character come to be? I just um, I was helping out at ICW and kind of got not pally with Dallas, but Dallas knew who I was, the big trainee. Um, I don't think he asked me for a, a, a gimmick or anything like that. I think I just. Somehow, somewhere, I think I, I pitched this idea to him of David the Beloved, and he just went like crazy religious. Um, he's supposed to be a con artist. That was the point that never really kind of came over because the the gimmick didn't really grow. Um, but the idea was he was just pretending to be evangelist because I knew my accent was terrible, so I had to make that make sense. Not that not that I was American, but it was I was pretending to be American to con people. Um, that was the idea, but it just came back through as a bad accent. Um, yeah, so I kind of, but it wasn't like my singles wrestling wasn't really up to standard yet. So that's why there was a kind of a few promos first and then like a segment at Dave's Not Here, man. Um, so yeah, just kind of like Dallas is like he's, if you pitch Dallas an idea and he likes it, like he's going to just push it, you know, that's because he's an ideas man, you know, and it was a crazy idea. <laughs> 
But that's the thing, of course, the long hair, of course, very Jesus-y when it comes to adding the beloved bit. Uh, but yeah, a lot, lot of, of promos and so, but yeah, didn't really kind of go, go anywhere, I suppose. Uh, so yeah. I've got 2014 year at your end up wrestling uh, Joe Hendry. I think was that the first Space Boss um, event, I think. I think it was Space Boss. Uh, it was supposed to be Joe, but well, not not supposed to be Joe. Joe was Joe had a bodyguard, Tim Wiley. So it ended up being Tango Tim, who just basically just squashed me. Um, lovely bloke, like one of the nicest guys in the Scottish uh, scene, Tim. But he's a big fella and he'll throw you, throw you about. Uh, so he kind of like powerbombed me into the turnbuckle, then threw me in some crazy kind of submission move. Um, and I think that was pretty much it. Um, two things. Um, I so I think I think that's what happened there. Yeah, just I don't know. It was just it was a strange booking, but like I wasn't there. I'm just you're always there to just to do a job, so you go with it. Um, just give me two seconds. I'm going to close the window because it is super windy up up, up in the north here. <laughs> so I'll be a second. Sorry. No problem. Everyone got a nice view of my crotch there on the video. Uh, so I apologise. For, for that uh, so yeah so David the Beloved and and then this you, you're kind of you're pouring in about of wrestling but round about not around this time but not long afterwards big massive wrestling kind of started so uh, I will there was a week there was a little bit more there wasn't a lot in ICW but for the, the David the Beloved thing I, there was the tag they ended up putting the feud with kind of Christopher Saint which was a bit kind of it was a bit risky, the feud, because he was supposed to be, like, anti-gay. Um, David the Beloved, because of his religious, hardcore religious stance, uh, to the point where I got a sign made up and took it to Edinburgh. I said, God hates fags. And then he stood outside the smoking area in Edinburgh. So it was that, you know. Um, and then we had a, a wee kind of... a wee brawl with Saint, and then... But it's never like it came to anything. They kind of it just ended like you know they put me in a tag team with UNG Mackey, and then the Gate Crashers kind of formed, which was David Devlin. No, not David Devlin. Yeah, uh, uh, David, David, David Conrad. Middlemas. Conrad, yeah, yeah. Giving away real names here. Uh, Conrad and Saint. Um, so they kind of just ended the feud that way, and I saw a tag match. Um, but this is kind of when the BBC were starting to kind of get involved with ICW, and I think it was just. The, the angle was just a wee bit too out there, I think. You know what I mean? Like, it was a bit much for the BBC for having this crazy anti-gay preacher guy screaming around with signs, so... <laughs> um, yeah. That's that, kind of how that kind of gimmick kind of came to an end. Yeah. Was, was there any part of... The, was there any kind of reservations you had or were you like, it's the character, it's fine, it's just... Oh, no, not- I was... I was quite happy just to push it. Like, um, um, I don't went further with it. Like, there's this. I've got a strange I, half idea uh, for doing like a kind of Pink Floyd. You know, Pink from Pink Floyd, the the wall, the film. Mm. Like black regalia, shave your eyebrows off, total right wing thing. It would never happen because it's just too nuts. Um, <laughs> but I don't. I don't want to offend anyone. But you need to kind of like. I'm quite happy to uh, annoy them a, a bit. But I don't, I don't think anything like that would fly. You know, these days we've kind of, 
it takes two seconds for the cancel culture kind of thing to kick off. And I think this is only maybe seven years ago. I don't think it, any of it would happen these days. Like, nah, it's not happening. No, I mean, um, <laughs> so you can you can you can honestly say you're too risky even for ICW. <laughs> Oh well, I'd, I'd, I think so. I mean, was, we had to, we, me and my, I had to have a tag match as well with myself and Big uh, Nathan that went a bit uh, kind of wayward as well against the Bucky Boys. It didn't help our cause, and then we were, then we were given a promo to do, but it was scripted. It was just terrible. Um, so there's a few things that kind of in the ring as well. Like, I can't just put the blame on the gimmick, but there's a few things in the ring that don't quite uh, quite work. You know, there's a few hiccups. We managed to get to the finish, but they kind of they, they had to edit it for a Spaceballs episode and things like that. Um, but yeah, like I, think, I don't think the I think it's a bit too much these days for because obviously, especially like when they've got the, that was the BBC, but now they've got the WWE involved. Like nah, unless you're ECW back in the day, enough something like that's not going to fly. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll 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 jump a little bit ahead then. So two big massive oh, wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah. So Sorry, I had to, yeah. No, no, I'm happy that you kind of took me, took me on that that detour because yeah. otherwise yeah. I would have never. Because well, my ICW watching was kind of hit and miss anyway. I, I mean, I kept the tabs of it because you know yeah. it's website and stuff. But I missed. I totally missed the 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 sign at the at the smoking shelter. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. for the best. But who knows? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, I, so... thought, I thought it was genius at the time. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get, and I did. I got so much heat. It was oh, it was unbelievable. Like it was great. If that's if that's the reaction you're looking for, it was perfect. As long <laughs> as people like can say, separate I, it. So yeah, so I just you, like to say for the, for the record as well, I'm very supportive of, <laughs> of anyone's life choices. <laughs> but as a character, it was it was it was fun to be that bad a guy as a character, you know. Um, I, but big massive wrestling, big massive wrestling. Yeah, that's 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 spent <laughs> to big massive wrestling. So you, you started big massive wrestling. Uh, I mean, you're you're doing some, you're doing you're wrestling. So how did you decide to link? Right, I'm going to do, start a promotion, or was it just one show that kind of got out of hand? No, I just kind of, I kind of thought to myself, I've been around the business. I kind of, I know, I know what it takes to run a show. I've seen PBW run so many times. I've seen BCW run. I know. I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily like watching the owners or studying them. I just kind of been around long enough. Um, also to the point where I was allowed to do it, you know, like there's that kind of, still that kind of mentality around. Um, um, so yeah, I thought I want to, I want to make some money, become a promoter. Yeah, you need to kind of, obviously it doesn't happen. Or it didn't, in my case, it didn't happen straight away. Um, my first show kind of broke even. Um, second show was a bit of a disaster. Um, third one, even again, but it's, it's all about trying to establish that fan base. In an area, because because if if it was if it was already making money, if it was easy to make money, someone would be there already, you know. Um, yeah, so I just thought like I I've been around like I fancy making a few few bob, um, and to be fair, like I get to put in I've put in some in my opinion, of course, I put in some really good matches. Like some of the matches have been brilliant. Like I had in my second show, I think it was I had Looking Sharp versus Leighton Buzzard in a submission match. And I was like, and it was it was a show stealer. It was so good, you know. And I think none of them had done a submission match before. I was like, cool, like, let's do it, you know. <laughs> and of course, now Buzzard uh, does 
quite a bit of the submissions. I think he does a sharpshooter as he's finished now. So, uh, so it must have been thanks to yourself. <laughs> he went, oh, I quite like the submission stuff. Yeah. I'll learn more. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you started just to make it a bit... It was Sterling, wasn't it? It's yep. based in... Uh, oh, I always forget the name of the venue. That's not a good sign. Yeah, Sterling anyway. Um, so, the, May- the Mayfield Centre, Mayfield Community Centre. So from from top of my head, and the only places that kind of run there would be W3L maybe once a year, and your Mega Slams and what have you. Yeah, there's a yeah there is, there is a touring company that comes through kind of once a year. EPW, um, yeah. fine. They've been there. They've been doing that forever. They, they buy the big expensive hall. They bring in imports and then they go away. Um, fair enough. Um, but yeah, like um. W3L, they used to be established there, so that's how you need to speak to, like, as a promoting, I don't want to give the game away here, but this is just how it is. Because the owner of W3L is the last guy there, you need to go ask permission for him, is it okay if I take my product there, or are you still invested in the town? And he said, no, 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 feel free. And then I was like, that was the green light. I've gave him, a showed, showed some respect in his place. Um, I'm not just running there and going, I'm going to run a show, and people are like, what? Um, yeah, and he was quite happy to let me do so. Yeah. Uh, so um, you ran a couple of shows then, and so you said that that submission match of your second show was was uh, one of one of your kind of favourite ones that you've put on just because of show stealer. And the other matches, I mean, a lot of the guys that were used were were like of course through PBW, so of course you would have had seen yeah. them primarily working hard and and uh, training and like kind of earning their spot to be booked yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but was was that kind of Another thing you saw these guys training, thinking, I'd love to get them in the ring with a BT gun, with a, a Stevie Boy or something like that, just just to see how they do and okay, make some money at the same time. Well, to be fair, like I kind of, I kind of, did use a lot of kind uh, of young guys from PBW who had the guys who's been there for so long. Like you'll see, like um, the boys breaking through ICW just now who've been wrestling for years and years, and they've been great for years. Um, if I can just remember the ring names, I'm terrible for the ring names. Um, yeah, but, but does, like, I also guys. Well, Daz, Daz, Daz came through kind of energy. Yeah, Daz, and then um, what do you call them? Oh, Jesus Christ, these guys, these guys will kill me. Uh, uh, oh, John Trenton's. Uh, John Trenton, Chris Laurie. What's Chris Laurie? You know Chris Laurie. Angel Hayes, of course. He's amazing. He's amazing. Uh, Logan Smith. There we go. Logan there Smith. We go. Logan <laughs> Trying to remember who Chris Lonnie was. Yeah, Logan Smith. Uh, and all that. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Have you ever seen this? Apologies, mate. Um, he does up my bum. Um, aye, there's just there has been a lot of talent there for a long time. It's been really good, but they've all just been really young, and they've all been young and skinny. But now they're kind of pushing. They're kind of the mid to late teens and stuff like that as well. They're hitting the gym. They're looking the part. They're getting that confidence. And they're getting a shot over at ICW and stuff. Um. But as far as Big Massive went, I was, I, I, it's not necessarily a policy, I just book who I want, but I, I used, I was using guys from Source, using guys from GPWA, um, who else did get over? No one yet from FPWA, but we had Andy Wild on, Andy Wild against Krieger, that was brilliant as well, we had Liam Thompson over, brilliant, um, um, I, zero, like, zero, like, basically, you see his promo work, you just like I you get on. Like just send me send me a match, cool if you want, but make a good make a promo like that for my company, I'll use you. Because he's uh, but the thing is he could wrestle as well in a unique way that suits his look. Um few other guys, who else did I use? 
Yeah, you could you could yeah, definitely tell me what <laughs> I'll have them somewhere because I, I was always pestering you the next day after shows for <laughs> for them. Uh, there we go. Show results and news. Anyone watching, go on to swnscotland.com and find them. Uh, so the last one is February 2020. I've got here, actually, I'm going to Adam's We Buy the Numbers for 2019. That'll tell me who was on them. Uh, so yeah, you had, you had Danny Edwards, Alex Parker, yep. experienced guys like Falcon, uh, oh, of course, yeah. Solar, Richard Diaz, and all the, all the. I quite that was my plan originally. I went, I went to the mall. I was like, listen, boys, I want to just have this kind of Lucha storyline thing. Yeah, like in my mind, it was like a kind of comic book, but they're all just one big team and have a fallout. So it was like a scramble match, and then a couple, couple of them turn heel, then they'll do a tag match, and then there'll be like a one guy who gets like, yeah, that was fun. That was a. I was. I said to them, I was like, listen, boys, just don't do this anywhere. Else, right now, until I've done it, but the the lucha, the lucha uh, kind of scramble like tournament thing that was great fun as well. And most of most of them hadn't really wrestled each other in that way either, because the most of them, the mostly that you'll get a lucha on, you'll be a good guy, or there'll be a tag team, or the other two will be somewhere else. Like, but just to have them go at it against each other, and just right, boys, you're all luchas, show me your lucha stuff. <laughs> like it was so cool, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I love. Well, I saw the, the matches being announced for it, and that came up. Yeah, the, the kind of Lucha War stuff that was going yeah. on. I was like, "That's that's going to sell some tickets just for kids because the yeah. superheroes fighting. That's just the best thing ever." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, Big Mass Wrestling. The last show was February twenty twenty, which of course, month after, yep. the world ended. Lockdown. All right, <laughs> uh, so no shows running can't do anything when did you start big soups gaming was that during that time or yeah yeah that's why i've got this and this (laughs) way more professional setup than i do (laughs) (laughs) um yeah lockdown doing nothing Uh, no motivation to work work out at home uh which my pt will tell you as well when i um and I'm a gamer. I've always always have been a gamer. I probably learned more about wrestling through playing the old Super Nintendo games or like No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000 and just looking at the move sets. I mean, you can still use that to just think, "Oh, I'll do that! I'll do that!" Uh, <laughs> um, the old triple power bomb uh, DVD finisher was my favorite, uh, but no one will take that. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, uh, I've always wanted a, like a gaming PC as well. And I had the money to do it at the time. I was like, it was more just kind of like, I'm going to be gaming anyway. Why not stream? Make it a little bit social. And the idea was, if I could make a few quid off it, even just a little bit, of, like, why not? Like, I'll be streaming anyway. I'll be gaming anyway. So, and it was quite fun. Like, uh, but it was hard to see to be like a successful streamer. Like, you need to be, you need to be like, um, you need to be like a SEO kind of search engine optimization guru as well. You need to know how to get your brand out and how to get people watching and how to keep them engaged. You need to play the popular games. You need, basically, you need to play Fortnite or Call of Duty or FIFA. Games, I'm just not playing, basically. <laughs> um, so you want to sit and watch me play Squad, which is a kind of sometimes boring military half simulation. Um, then Big Soups Games is where you'll find me doing that. Yeah. Um, I think everyone at some point went went through the phase during this lockdown thing. I mean, I tried Twitch uh, as well. It was just, 
I didn't like I didn't like watch I didn't want people to watch me lose because I'm a very very sore loser. And then on the other hand is I didn't want to speak to folk because I was too busy concentrating on trying not to lose at the same time. Yeah. So how how did you find <laughs> trying to get that balance going and and when you're doing your own Twitch, trying to interact and doing all these kind of bits and pieces was, while still trying to game at the same time? Yeah, it was, it was definitely awkward. I think once I had like a little mini raid, and I had twenty people in chat, and I was just I was just floundering. Like I couldn't concentrate on what I was doing, what they were saying, and I was, and sometimes I'd just be like this, like it's just not entertaining to watch when there's like a little pixel five hundred meters away. I'm trying to like concentrate and click on it, like, um, and I was some all the what would happen generally is I'd be concentrating on the game. Something would say something in the chat, then they'd just leave because I didn't answer them. Or just I was like ah bugger like ah like. Um, and it was, I found it more stressful um, just streaming to a lot of, like a few people uh, and trying to be entertaining than, than wrestling. It was easier to go out and wrestle because if, obviously you're kind of, you're playing a character there, whereas here you're just like, oh, stop looking at me. Like, leave me, like, oh. Like, <laughs> it was kind of, yeah. Well, I, st- I was still doing it and again, but like, uh, I kind of lost my motivation. Like, I gave, I gave it a wee crack. Um, I don't really promote it much. I will be on. It's like my. It's mostly my my girlfriend to come say hello, uh, and a few of my mates, and that'll be it. Well, I mean, during the, things are opening up again, so it's it's not really the distract. It's, it's not a distraction anymore because you've got other things to, to distract you as well. Um, we did start coming back though. Was was when I mean, you thought oh, wrestling's coming back? I really need to start um, making sure I'm ready for it. We do have a question in from. Well, it's pro to wrestling, but it'll be Logan, Logan Smith. That, ah, Smith. yeah. Hi, Smith. I've Logan, Logan, Logan Storm. Storm. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, this is me. This is me affecting you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was as soon as I said it, I thought that's not right. That's that's not right <laughs> at all. Um, so he he asked. He just asked about the key factors in your in your. We said transitional ah, body change. So that that's him just being nice. He's like a. He's trying to give me a wee compliment there. He did. He already already he already has. Um. But you're you're writing like uh, the question you ask like uh, a new wrestling was coming back. I'd put on two stone because I was just sitting in eating puddings and drinking beer, um, and I was like, right, I need to do something proper about this because I'm like, there's no chance I can go back in the ring like this. I mean, I've wrestled kind of out of shape before, um, only because <laughs> I judged people for doing it. Uh, like I, I would never just I would never put on a t-shirt and wrestle. So it was more me being stubborn than anything, you know. Uh, and it should—it was a good match. It was—it like, was against Wolfgang, uh, and I just wish I'd been in shape for it, you know. Um, but there's a picture of me getting like hip tossed into a pile of chairs, and you see me hunched over, and it's just like my belly, like this looks like this little abyss in the middle. Of, like, oh, it was horrible. Um, um, so yeah, I was just like, right, I need to get, I need to get working here, you know. Um, well, let's go to our question. Just, just it's totally out of the way. Just so I got on my screen. Uh, looking sharp asked, should more fast food chains sell lager lar- lar- and why? <laughs> um, I me that's from myself and Looking Sharp getting booked in Ireland. Um, I f- I'm not sure if we missed the plane or we only just caught it, but we were sitting in Dublin Airport 
or Cork Airport <laughs> and Burger King smashing beers <laughs> and uh, Roger, I'm getting cold here. Uh, ignore that. I basically me only King shop getting drunk in Burger King and it being the best thing ever. <laughs> so I think yeah, well for the, the sake of our health probably not, but uh, Burger Kings in the airport should all have uh, bars. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, drive-throughs. I think I don't think would work as well, but definitely in a, <laughs> oh, <laughs> in themselves. Um, so yeah, so you got yourself back into. Well, I, shape that you're more acceptive of you're yeah. quite happy more getting back out there what made you decide to go from try check and kind of get rid of all that and david the beloved and all that to become frank cross um i think there was like try check because it's a it's a foreign sounding name it's i stole that from the x-files like try check was the one of the bad guys from the x-files but he was sometimes a bit of a tweener, so sometimes he'd be on kind of Mulder and Scully side, and sometimes he wouldn't, he would double cross them. And I thought that was a clever name for like a, a wrestler. Of course, it was kind of lost on most people because we're not all in the 90s right now thinking Crycheck again. And I, yeah, I just fancied a change. Like, I wasn't I wasn't getting out there, I wasn't getting booked, this and that. And like a very easy way to do that is just a little name change, a wee a little rebrand. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just try and rebrand, rebrand myself, different ring gear, different name, and even even like doing something simple as that can create a little buzz because it's just like oh, like, I haven't changed your name. Oh, like it just it also it helps just bring a lot of attention to you as well. You know, it's maybe a kind of an eat a cheap way almost, but um, I definitely needed a change because some people go like it's just strange things like like my trainer would call me Crysec, which annoyed me, but. Even though it was like, so it was just kind of to simplify it as well. Everyone knows the word name Frank Cross. It's so simple. You're not going to mispronounce it or misspell it. Frank Cross is, and again, like I said before, I stole it from kind of a film, uh, which I, I always think because Frank Cross, like in that film, he was such a bad, bad guy in it. He was a terrible human. I was like, cool, I want to be that. <laughs> And I think I think once we, we called you something, I can't remember something something cowboy. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> with the rebrand and everything, and the cowboy hat, which you know, I'm I'm a sucker for a cowboy hat. I don't know why, it just looks cool. <laughs> it's a cool thing. Um, was, was again, was that just part of it? You kind of like the, the the wrestling equivalent of a gunslinger. What was what was the inspiration the, behind that? The cowboy hat um, came from. The fact I, I was my girlfriend's birthday, and I wanted to take her to the Grand Old Opry in Glasgow, which is just like a, it's like the Opry in Nashville. It's just a, a country music band, some line dancing, some bingo, some cheap beers, a little shootout, and I wanted to buy a cowboy hat. <laughs> and as soon as I put it on, like, well, a week later, I was like, I'm going to use this in wrestling. I just bought a cowboy hat, so I thought. It's, it's better than me wearing it, looking so different than it's sitting in a cupboard for like years, getting brought out once or twice, and that was it. Like, no, no, no real inspiration or idea behind it. I just bought a hat, <laughs> and that that became the gimmick, um, and it's worked. It's worked pretty well, to be fair. Like, yeah, like I got all new ring gear, um, completely new look, and uh, yeah, I think it's doing all right. <laughs> 
athletics. We'll get into that in a second. But um, yeah, for special cowboy hats are just cool because I remember I went to. It's, it's not going to sound so cool when I start the story, but when I went to Disneyland for my uh, <laughs> my, my honeymoon, went into like Frontierland and they were selling cowboy hats. And as soon as I put it on, I was like, I am the coolest person. How can you in this not place. get it? To be honest, I would have, but we went to Buffalo Bills Wild West show the night before, and I already came out with a cowboy hat that was like the straw ones, yeah. and I, I couldn't justify. I couldn't get an argument to justify buying a second one, other than I looked <laughs> cool. But mine, uh, was, mine really was quite expensive, uh, and like fans keep stealing it and things like that, or the the face will throw it at the fans and it'll cause me a headache. So I'm, I might kind of replace it with like a even like a, a straw one, like a cheap, nasty looking one. But I don't mind, you know, people stamping on and things like that. Whereas that would cost me nearly a hundred quid. They're like, don't touch it, don't touch it. You know what I mean? Cowboys cowboys are sort of precious about the hat. That's the gimmick I'm playing because because I am, don't touch my hat. Like, (laughs) big Krieger. Yeah, Krieger (laughs) threw it into the crowd. And then some fan tried to, like, basically claim it. I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) That's expensive. No, it's not a t-shirt or a wristband. You can you can get that back, please. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. So you said it, it, you are getting a bit of success, of course, because Respect Pro Wrestling returned, and in their first proper show back, not a showcase or anything like that, uh, they brought in the Laird of the Ring Championship, which looks familiar uh, to a title <laughs> that was about before. Uh, yeah. did, and you've won it. So is this, is this your first title? In, in wrestling or did you have something before I, I'd, I'd say technically yeah I won like a I won a champ, a heavyweight title at a gala not a gala like a, a holiday camp show and then lost it the next day it's like okay like cool just for something like two matches holiday camp show oh, I've got a belt I've no that was a uh, do you remember uh, Firestorm pro wrestling oh yeah I do yeah. remember Firestorm pro wrestling yeah <laughs> yeah that was that was from that <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it was my first, yeah, my first kind of, my first title, yeah, um, and it was much a shock to me as anyone else. It was just I was just getting my promo pictures done, and then oh, yeah, okay, oh, that's why, <laughs> that's why I've got pristine promos. I was like, oh, it's like take this. I was like, cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's an amazing belt. Um, it's, it's just a shame that they could. It was, I mean, I don't think I'm wrong in saying it was an SWA belt. Yeah. <laughs> it just disappeared and, was, and they replaced it they were supposed to replace it with like a trophy or something and it was going to be like a yearly thing I was like no no that belt's amazing just get it out well, everywhere so I'm well, glad that you, I'm glad that uh, Respect Pro have, have picked it up and scrubbed out the middle bit and put their logo in it because <laughs> it just yeah it's a great belt so now that you've you've kind of is that is that you now just re- your focus to go like all in on wrestling have you got any plans to just try and just make it a thing uh, and also Big Massive coming back as well yeah. or is, is it a case of you still just, just taking it as it comes there's no grand plans to try and get into NXT UK or anything like that just yet <laughs> nah yeah pretty much can I just um, I'm going to do a little bit more um, looking for work um, as you can say can I message some promotions and stuff like that uh, now that I've got some decent my, my problem's always been I've had really bad media like I don't, I've not had my matches filmed and my promo. I, I hate getting my picture taken. I hate it. Like I don't mind if it's a candid shot. Like go ahead, but see, standing for promos. Oh, I hate. Oh, I just, I just don't want to be there. But for a wrestler, that doesn't help. Um, 
So I've always kind of struggled with having like when you, when you message someone looking for work, you need to have good promos and you need to have some decent matches to show them, like on your wrestling CV. And I've just not had that. Uh, so the promos are a start. The title helps. Um, <laughs> so I just need to get my CV um, together a little bit better um, with the help of Looking Sharp, who's great at that stuff. We basically like probably teaches half the guys in like Scotland how to set up the CV um, from his online dojo. Um, so it's looked a bit better, but I've not done that yet. I'm kind of, I need to I always kind of say I'll sit down on a Sunday and just, but it's, you don't want to just send out copy and paste to everyone because it's kind of, feel a bit offended. And I don't mind because I know that's just the way it works. If someone sends big massive wrestling uh, a CV, they'll get a, they'll get an answer basically sooner or later rather than just nothing, uh, which I've always hated. But I, know, I get it, I understand that's how it is. Um, yeah, but there's no big plan. Like, um, big massive wrestling's kind of, it's got the, just, it's just has to, like, I say, a lot again, I love wrestling, but big massive wrestling has potential just to make me money. Like, um, it would still be a lot of hard work to do that. Um, when we come, when I come back, like next year. Um, but yeah, like wrestling's great fun. It is. It's, it's so much, so enjoyable. Um, and I've, if I could make some steady, like, it's not. I know I sound mad here, talk about money, 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 but. That's that's where it is. So some of people say they love the business and that, but look at all the top guys. Like on top of like throughout history, the one thing they talk about is being a draw or making money. That is all they talk about. Like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, they weren't making money doing it. They they wouldn't be out doing it. They'd be in the house or working in an office. Like they wouldn't be doing it for nothing, basically. So, so I mean, at the end of the day, you've got you got to eat. Aye, aye. Well, <laughs> no. I say wrestling is yet to pay. Like it's not going to pay my bills. Unless I don't plan on doing it full time, I make a decent enough living out with it. Uh, big, big, massive is a chance to kind of just make me a good little bit of side cash. Uh, whereas wrestling, I'll go to a show, uh, it'll maybe feed me <laughs> that night or the next morning, but that's about it, man. Don't worry. Saying that as a heel, I did sell a t shirt at the last show. <laughs> I'm speaking of, 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 uh, of, CVs then, uh, like I say, Looking Sharp's online dojo. Uh, of course, as a promoter now, you will see the good, the best and the worst of CVs. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to name who, but has there been a particular one that comes in and you find, why did you yeah, say Yeah, it wasn't even a, the problem was it wasn't a CV. It was someone who messaged me saying something that hadn't happened. So they clearly just didn't have the correct information, knew nothing about company. And just like, I can't even remember what it was, but I'm just like, no, no, that, that didn't happen. Like you're telling me something about my company that is completely wrong. So uh, I just, I did, I did, I did ignore that. To be fair, which I shouldn't have done professionally, but I was just like, mm, nah, sorry, buddy, you're talking shit. So, <laughs> oh, apologies. No, that's, all right. that's fine. That was that was allowed. Oh, that's that. That's what I say. We're hard So, so yeah, all the CV stuff, and of course, yeah, Luke King Sharp's uh, online dojo is. Is, uh, I think he's taking a little break because he's actually because shows now, so he's, he's everywhere and about. But it seemed to be a really great way to at least get the wrestlers to meet up, even if it was over things like Zoom and and what have you. So it was it was a nice way to to keep everyone in and about and yeah, and uh, interacting. He's done. He's done. He's done really well. Yeah. Um. So we've got a couple questions that we ask everyone. Uh. They're the most ridiculous questions that we have, uh, but but 
because you brought up Lou, and this one of the questions is one that that was asked to him and is now just stuck since. Uh, who'd win a fight, two sheep or one cow? Uh, one cow, all day, easy. Yeah, just by sheer mass. Like I know, like nah, a cow just stomp them easy. Respect the confidence. And uh, the other one we ask is, what's your favourite dinosaur? Ooh, that's tricky. Hmm. Probably a Stegosaurus. I don't know why. Just, I was thinking like raptors and things like that, but like, nah. Stegosaurus takes me back to being a, a little kid. You know, there's really kind of cheap plastic <laughs> dinosaur toys. The Stegosaurus is always my favourite. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, if you've, if you've had uh, brothers of that, they're, they're the stabbiest one. So, you know, <laughs> that, that does help. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I think I think we've we've, we've covered a, a good portion of of Frank Cross uh, in general. We, working at the camps, and, and I did get a chance to ask this, but um, working at camps, what's what's that like? So you've you've, you've won a championship, of course, uh, through them. But uh, what was it like working in front of a crowd that's just maybe not wrestling fans or just kids that are just just buzzing to see um, dudes fight? What's what's that, what's that like? Uh, the the camps like. As a wrestling kind of experience, they're kind of invaluable because it is just like young kids all the time. Like parents aren't even there most of the time. Um, but they're a bit awkward. Uh, there's some, some camps I like doing, some I don't. Um, I don't like doing galas. <laughs> I hate galas. I keep getting concussed at galas. Like when I should be should be taking RKOs, I'm just like doing silly stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, the the camps are great. The camps really are good. Um, I've I've done a few kind of like half runs. I've never done a full camp run, um, but the the crowds are the crowds are awesome. Usually at camps, like the kids are always just up for everything, and it is like a, it's it's slightly more pantomime than you'd see at like a normal show. It's just it's everything's just played up for the crowd. It's all kicks in the bum and things like that, and standing on toes, like that kind of style wrestling, like old fashioned almost. Um, you won't see guys taking a lot of bumps because they don't have to. They're not trying to do moonsaults and spitting DDTs or whatever, like whatever's crazy and cool easies and free super kicks. It's just like big punch. Oh, kick up the bum. Ha ha ha. Like stuff like that. The camps are great fun, you know, but because you will be wrestling a lot as well, there'll be, you'll, you'll go there, set up, build the ring, wrestle two matches and then do it, do it all again the next day. You wrestle constantly. So the camps are great, but gals are terrible. <laughs> uh, and then before we wrap, is, is is there what's your wrestling watching habits now? Are you still are you still keeping up with what's going on? Or are you just more a case of just catching up on the things you like, like watch some old attitude era stuff? Or is there anyone nowadays that you like? I really like watching them. Yeah, and- I was I was very close to signing up for AEW the other week when Punk came back. I'm not 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 a huge Punk fan. Um, personally, I think Edge's return was better for like I was emotional because Edge was what Edge wasn't supposed to come back. Uh, whereas Punk was just away in a mood for years. That's uh, yeah, that's my entire opinion about it as well. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but I might start watching AEW. I've I've seen clips here and there of Orange Cassidy when he was first kind of coming about doing his thing, hands in pockets. I don't know if he's still doing that or um but I don't watch I don't really watch a lot of wrestling. I say I was I've been starting to watch the older stuff again. Um because I think it's kind of, it's more educational, it really is, and it takes you back a bit. Whereas what the, what the guys are doing now is cool, and you can look for trends in that and how to kind of 
not usurp them, how to kind of use the trends to your advantage and do something slightly different. Again, I'm not aiming for like AEW, so I don't, I'm not worried too much about it in that kind of sense. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna go start watching it. Like, it's got Jericho on it, and like, <laughs> I mean, so I'll, I'll, I'll start watching AEW. Um, I was a big fan of Kenny Omega like a while ago, even like, like after he wrestled Divers, which blows my mind to think these days. Um, um, no, I'm yeah, hoping to get divers on at some point eventually, and then just that would probably be my second question. What's it like wrestling Kenny Omega? <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> I, I had no idea who he was at the time. Like I was, oh, kills who? All right, go divers. Like yeah, um, but yeah, pretty much yeah, just old stuff, man. Like I don't, I don't really have much of an interest in WWE, but not because I think it's bad. It's just, I just don't watch it. I mean, I thought I say Edge coming back, like. That was amazing, you know. Um, those are the guys who like Edge and Orton, those kind of guys, like that's two I was kind of I would aspire to be guys who like tell a solid story and can just wrestle, just wrestle with crazy, you know, without having to be like a Eddie Guerrero type, <laughs> which I'm never going to be. Um, so that's fine. Well, we'll, we'll, I think, I think like I said, we've, we've covered just about everything. There is, and is there a dream opponent that you've got before we kind of wrap up? Is there, uh, if you had a choice, you're booking yourself for a big massive wrestling. You're the main yeah, event. Never do that. Never do that. You're going to put the title on your. You're going to put the big massive wrestling championship whenever it comes on you. No, uh, you don't give me that <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no. But no, you got the choice to wrestle anyone. Are you bringing in? Who is it? Um, I don't know why I've never thought of this. Um, it might be someone like like Christian. I don't know. I think like, I don't know. Like I was love. I think, I think Christian's so underrated. Like as a whole. Like I know he's not. We all know Christian's brilliant. <laughs> um, but I think he's right up there with the the best of the best. Sometimes I don't know. The Rock. The Rock's my favorite wrestler. There you go. I, just say that. I, mean, I did say fantasy. It's, it's like hi, The Rock, Stone Cold, me, Triple Threat. Me versus Jesse Ventura in a backyard match on the set of Predator. Like, <laughs> there he goes. Yeah, it's, 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 the, the only limit is your imagination when asked the question. Aye, aye. <laughs> so great. Where, where can people find you on social media? Uh, Frank Cross everything pretty much and big massive wrestling you'll find excellent. it big massive wrestling yep excellent well, thank which you very will, much for which, which will be returning next year i was hoping to get back in uh, december but i'm buying a house so it's not happening <laughs> uh, big mass wrestling i'll buy the next one <laughs> next one excellent well, thank you very much for joining me today thank you very much for having me man